0: Good morning everybody. Hey, welcome to Friday, October 22nd. Hope you've had a great week and looking forward to your weekend as we uh, close out the week. Uh, Yesterday was, uh, well, let's just say it was a little bit of a mixed bag, but um, you know, not bad, not bad at all. And we will talk about that and more when Dave joins us up next. But before we do, let me remind you how much risk plays a role in your portfolio. If you're getting close to retirement, our core retirement design helps reti- helps you design the retirement you always dreamed of. And give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement design. Hey, with that, we got Dave coming up next. Looking forward to our conversation today.
1: Hi Island Good morning. How do Buenos y'all. We're at 8.41 now, 19 before 9 check in and see what's going on with your money we do that every morning at this time you should have figured it out by now we do have on the line philip statler from statler financial services who i believe you told me you're operating from home while you get some new and advanced ira information this weekend don't you
0: yes sir that's correct yeah yesterday was a big day uh talking about the secure act which has been around for a little while dave but uh Just to remind people, man, if you inherited an IRA now um, or last year, the rules have totally changed, and you need to be aware of what those rule changes are when you inherited an IRA.
1: And you know, that was a question in my family when I lost my mother 20-odd years ago, and uh, uh, my heirs will have to address that as well. If you've got an IRA that's uh, in an inheritance, it'd be a real good idea to get a hold of Philip because he's got all the updated rules and information available, right?
0: Absolutely. Yep. That's, and we got another full day today.
1: All righty. Well, we'll expect a, an even better Philip Statler here on Monday then. All right. All right, man. <laughs> I'm raising the bar for expectations here, brother. Setting the day up, it was a kind of herky-jerky day on Wall Street yesterday, but I think I'd be tempted to call it net flat on the blue chips. I mean, the Dow was off by six points. Standard & Poor's was up by 13.5, which is a measurable percentage increase. NASDAQ was uh, up by uh, 94. Uh, by and large, I'd call that something that looks like a semi-normal day, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's anything to complain about yesterday. I mean, the Dow was basically flat, like you said. Um, and NASDAQ made some progress as well as the S&P 500. So, uh, I mean, I think that uh, all in all, it was, it was an okay day yesterday. The question Absolutely. is, can we finish the week strong?
1: It would be kind of nice. I mean, we were bumping our nose on records yesterday morning, so I was kind of expecting a profit-taking day. It was a pleasant surprise to see, on balance, the indexes were up. Yesterday, midday, we had our big economic reports because this morning gives us almost nothing. It was a hit and a miss. Uh, one of the big ones that I we was surprised to see and happy to see based upon the, uh, uh, the uh, new home starts and the building permits that we had earlier was existing home sales. We are still selling homes at a surprising rate, aren't we?
0: Yeah, we are. Existing home sales uh, were a pleasant surprise. I mean, they expected uh, $6.1 million. It came in at almost six point three million, so uh, that was a, a pretty nice little surprise there, and that's a lot better than it was in August, because August was uh, five point eight nine million. Uh, so, uh, so good news there. We still see existing home sales moving and and going up, so that's that's good news.
1: I, I at some point in time, I start wondering if everybody has already sold their home.
0: Well, you know. <laughs> They're still going up for sale in my neighborhood. Uh, and, yeah, my, uh,
1: my, my, uh, it's amazing. I mean, yeah, the, the market is just hot as a pistol right now. Uh, the miss in the bunch, though, was on the leading economic indicators, which kind of sort of verifies something you and I have been waving as a caution flag for some time, doesn't it?
0: It does. It does. I mean, it does. I mean, we did increase the leading economic indicators. We're expected to increase by four-tenths of a percent. Uh, they didn't. Uh, they they did about half that. They they increased by about two tenths of a percent. If you compare that to August, that's a pretty big slowdown. Um, August it was up eight tenths of a percent. So, so we are we're moving forward, but not near as fast as everybody had uh, expected.
1: And that's kind of a narrative that we've been uh, repeating over and over again. Seems to be the story now for a year and a half. Yeah, we're making progress, just not as fast as we'd hoped, right?
0: Oh, that's right. And I mean, I was looking, uh, you know, one of the things that articles that I'm seeing more and more of, Dave, is uh, the stagflation articles, um, which um, those aren't comforting at all. You know, we we don't want to see us hit that stagflation period of time.
1: Not in the least, because that then the the thing that's causing it this time is the phrase I was using yesterday. I mean, it, it, so, it sounds unsympathetic to those that are having hard times, and it's not meant to sound that way, but the, the long and short of it and the stagflation situation we're into now is too much money chasing too few goods because we can't stock the store shelves.
0: Well, that's right. You know, it's a supply chain issue, and we're going to talk about that a lot today when it comes to the earnings reports, because we are seeing that uh, uh, being a big uh, impetus in what they're looking at going forward um, in their earnings reports.
1: Absolutely. And we're going to get to that, especially a couple of the big hard goods companies that I've read reports on. Uh, the only other thing in terms of news headline stuff that comes up, and it's primarily for the uh, sake of putting reassurance into some folks' minds, at least for the short term, uh, that big real estate trust in China that everybody was expecting to go belly up. Well, what a shock. Evergrande managed to make their bond payments, and they are still solvent. Who would have ever thunk that in a command and control economy like China, that they'd managed to avoid a real estate crash. What a surprise, huh?
0: They, they didn't give any details of how they did that, did they?
1: No, nah, no, and that's kind of why I've got my tongue <laughs> in my cheek when I say what a surprise. <laughs> you know, I, the thing that I was reading, and this is while you were on vacation last month, that uh, in China we we've got amateur investors that dump money into the stock market in China. The family investment is in real estate. They buy extra homes. They buy rental properties. They do whatever down the line. So uh, what you know, the, the ever grand, an ever grand impending bankruptcy would be to China what a major stock crash would be for us. It would be the major consumer confidence hit of the century. So my hunch is that the government sees the writing on the wall and they aren't going to let that happen.
0: No, they're, they're going to be like us in two thousand and eight, right? They're just going to be pouring money into the system to. Uh, to make sure that that doesn't happen. Yeah,
1: 2008, 2020, and 21 too, maybe, pouring money into the uh, system.
0: Yeah, yeah, we we are pouring money in, just a different way.
1: Uh, Yeah, that's true. In the earnings season, got a whole pile of stuff, and one of the tidbits I read, before we get to the futures, we're going to have NASDAQ kind of bucking an uptrend this morning, and they're going down, and at least one of my news items says the biggest cause of that, singularly, is snap at the moment. What the heck's wrong with Snapchat all of a sudden?
0: Well, you know, you would think, looking at the earnings report, it's not a bad deal, Dave. I mean, they did beat earnings by nine cents a share, uh, came in at 17 cents. Now, they did miss by just a little bit on the revenue side, but not by, by a long shot. Um, but here's the, the fly anointment the ointment. Uh, I mentioned earlier. You know, there's different things, and this one's not a supply chain issue, but it's an information issue, right? So they, they've come out and warned that they're going to see slowing growth. Due to the changes that apples made in their privacy rules. And, uh, and so that's really hit snap hard today down like over 21% right now, Dave.
1: Yeah, to explain it to folks who don't watch it, Apple changed their operating system where uh, the uh, social media programs like Facebook and Snapchat can't read where you've been with websites on other programs inside your phone. So consequently, they can't target the ads as carefully and they don't get as premium a rate out of their ads. And that's got Facebook in a major tizzy and is giving Snapchat some thinking, thinking for the future, I gather.
0: It it really does. And let's just talk about, let's put some numbers behind that. It's easy to say, well, we're down 21%. Well, that 21% means that they've dropped from $75 to $59. That's over $15 a share um, that they're trading down right now.
1: That's a major dump. They're on the uh, fringes of this big social media circle anyway. So a down day or a poor guidance report from Snap probably means more than Facebook putting out a conservative guidance estimate.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm betting so. I mean, I bet this is going to leak over to a lot of the social media um, avenues.
1: It may very well. We've got some other reports, and you'd alluded to hard goods issues. Uh, uh, give us some of the stories as to what's causing grief on the market this morning.
0: So I'm going to tell you that the uh, Intel reported, um, and, and they're trading down this morning, too, after having a, a, a decent uh, – earnings report. I mean, they, they beat by like 60 cents a share. Um, However, again, kind of like snap, their sales were a little short of projections. Now, there's their information from their report was not so much supply chain issue. I think I think you could actually call it that. But they're telling people, look, expect lower profit margins over the next few years, because of them continuing to invest in technology, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Intel is actually building a new plant out in Arizona. They, they expect to be up and running, I think, next year, if I'm not mistaken. But, but that's really putting some pressure on Intel today. Uh, they're down 9.8% this morning.
1: Wow. Yeah, that was a big item in the tech press a few months ago that they were going to bring some of their production on board to the United States to avoid some of those shipping issues we got with the Far East.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then, um, so then I was looking. Okay, where else do we have some supply chain issues? And the next one I saw was uh, VF uh, Corporation. You know, they're the ones that make North Face and and other apparel brands. Mm-hmm. They uh, they missed all the way around the board. I mean, they missed top line. They missed bottom line. Um, and they, uh, you know, they're seeing an accelerated demand for their for their goods and recovery, but. Again, it's been uh, disruption after disruption from the supply chain is really um, hitting them, and, and so they're trading down a little over 6% this morning.
1: Yeah, they're toward the top of my big loser list. I mean, Snap has the title, but uh, VF is right up there. How about Whirlpool? I hear they've got some issues too.
0: Say so Whirlpool came out, they do. They uh, you know, they, they have an issues with their supply issues. I mean, that was a big warning in their report. Um, they, uh, they, they did beat their estimates, uh, by well, about 50 cents, 56 cents a share again, sales fell short. So, you know, just what I'm gathering from this is they're, they're controlling their earnings, but, um, they don't have enough product to sell. It seems to be the consensus I'm seeing here. And, uh, and so Whirlpool is trading down about 3.8% this morning.
1: that's not good news because they own half the major household brands that are out there these days in the appliance industry.
0: Yeah, they really do. My last loser, let's just get all the losers out of the way, right? There's a lot of losses today. Uh, Boston Beer, you know, the uh, brewer of Sam Adams up there in Mm -hmm. Boston, um, they actually had an unexpected loss for the quarter. Um, Sales declined. Uh, Their hard seltzer brand uh, didn't grow as fast as they expected it to, Um, and so they're uh, taking it on the chin this morning, down uh, 3.3 percent.
1: Geez, can't buy a washing machine, you might as well drink beer. What's their problem?
0: Yeah, they're really getting close to their (laughs) 52-week low
1: right now. That's hard. Yeah. Give me some good news. I need to smile this morning, and we're running out. Let's
0: see what I can find. Hey, let's look at the toy industry because I would think. That the toy industry would be hurting, right, with all the supply chain issues heading into the holidays, but Mattel came out and said, "Look, um, we even though we've got supply chain disruptions, um, you know, it's not going to prevent it from having a strong holiday season." They beat on both their top and bottom lines. Um, they beat earnings by about uh, ten cents a share uh, ahead of expectations. They're trading up six and three quarter percent today, Dave.
1: You may have to pay $150 for a Barbie doll, but by gosh, you're going to find it. In yeah, other words,
0: that's right. you can find it. You may not be able to afford it, but you can find it. Oh, uh, take know...
1: a mortgage buy can <laughs> too.
0: The last one I have for you goes back to the financial services industry. We go back to American Express. Uh, American Express had a good quarter. Uh, beat on earnings came in at $2.27 a share compared to the $1. eighty it was expected to earn. Uh, revenue top forecast. Uh, a record card member spending quarter so uh, that's good news people spending it on the credit card and they're trading up today 2.7% right now and well, a new 52 week high too
1: cool yeah they're not a cheap stock they're 181 bucks a share
0: yeah exactly
1: It's up there. Uh, Resetting the table, up day on balance yesterday, 45 minutes before we opened this morning. We kind of drew the pictures. What do the numbers look like 45 minutes early?
0: So at this point, we do have uh, still a mixed bag. We got the Dow up about a little over a tenth of a percent. The the S&P 500 is basically flat, and the NASDAQ is down about a quarter of a percent right now. And we look at the commodity side, we got a lot of green ink over there silver's up uh, 1.6 percent uh it's uh not bad it's up 24 56 an ounce right now which is which is pretty good because it was trading down below 24 earlier um gold man gold's made a big jump dave up 1.4 percent this morning it has bounced back over 1800 to 1806 an ounce right now and then crude oil of course going the wrong direction for you and i up uh, about a little over eight tenths of a percent to eighty three dollars and twenty cents a barrel. And let's just mention this one too before we get off: uh, interest rates on the ten-year Treasury going up uh, a little bit higher than what they were yesterday. Uh, trading right now at one point six seven uh, percent yield.
1: Well, poop. Thirty years, well over two point one right now, which you don't like seeing either, because that impacts mortgages.
0: Absolutely does.
1: Mixed bag in Asia when they closed at 6 a.m. this morning. Europe is generally up in the half a percent range across the board halfway through their day. Philip, let's get some uh, retirement advice in for people that don't know what they're going to do when they retire. You can help make sure they've got a handle on what they're going to live like. How do I find Absolutely.
0: you on the phone? Absolutely, Dave. Hey, they can give us a call. Walk through our core retirement design so that they can design the retirement they always dreamed of. All they have to do is give us a call at 863 863- Three eight two zero zero three seven. Catch our website at statlerfinancial.com, and then join us this weekend for the Statler Financial Radio Show, six a.m. and noon on Saturday, ten a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, seven thirty, and ninety-five point
1: three FM. You got that down, Pat. I'll see you on Monday, sir. I appreciate it.
0: All right, man. Have a great weekend.
1: You too. Be well. It's one hundred five point seven Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler from the pit.
0: Hey, folks, I want to thank you again for joining us uh, this week, and I hope that you have a great weekend. Remember, let us help you design the retirement you always dreamed of with our core retirement design. Calculate your risks, organize your goals and objectives, review your risk and cost of your current portfolio, then establish your optimized risk match portfolio. That's our core retirement design. Give us a call, 863 382 0037. Have a great weekend. I look forward to speaking to you again on Monday. Bye now.